And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you for joining me. Well, it's been a bit, and by a bit, you know, if it's more than just a week, i got to talk to my friend Matt Mungle of The Entertainment Answer. Go to TheEntertainmentAnswer.com. You hear that, of course, all across the Salem radio networks. Also, the Mungle Show podcast, MungleShow.com. Hey, Matt, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, always a pleasure. I'm excited. It's excited to talk to you about a couple of things. We'll get to the more exciting thing in your mind first, which is, hey, movies are back. I mean, the summer is here in full force. And depending on where you live in the country, there there might be some restrictions, but people are going to the movies again. And you got to love that. You do. It is exciting. We mentioned that right before it opened up. You and I were talking about it and how it's such a family thing. It's such a part of our, our culture and, and how it's just, it just feels good. I think it does is mentally it's good to get out and, and to kind of do those things and be safe, obviously follow guidelines. But yeah, I'm excited the movies are open. We've got some good ones playing right now. Uh, people can go see. And it's just, yeah, it just feels good. It feels right. It feels like summertime. Last summer didn't feel like summer. Because summer without movies is kind of odd. Oh, you can't have a summer without movies. It was absolutely devastating. I saw one movie. I think Tenet came out. I saw that, and I'm like, oh, that's a wrap. I need more. Where is it? Come on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, well, it was done. Yeah, I think between um, Invisible Man and uh, the, the new Ryan Reynolds movie, I think that was the big jump for me from all year. So it's just crazy just not to be in the theater so yeah we're back and it's fun but it's great to have so many different options out in the theater and people can go out and have a great time with their family or they can go to disney plus and see all the adventures of marvel studios and their latest and greatest creations and when i'm talking latest and greatest you got to be talking about Loki. I know Matt doesn't agree with me, and that's okay. But the season finale, Matt, happened, well, as we record this, last night. Uh, For All Time Always is the name of the episode. I got all the way through it. I know we talked right after episode one. So much has happened. Uh, You didn't like the way the series kind of followed along, and then especially at the finale, I don't think you got all the way through it. Tell us your thoughts overall about Loki, Matt, and then I'll give you mine. Yeah, you know, and I'm excited, too, because this phone call, we've already done this conversation before in another timeline. I don't know if you remember that. You probably don't know. We've already had these conversations. (laughs) So... This one, I think, is a little bit different. Uh, I've kind of rethought some things and listened to our past conversation actually in the future. I want to do it again. Now, uh, you know what? I just, you and I talked about this uh, off, off, off air. I just kind of texted you. Loki had a hard time ever since episode three keeping my attention. I would fall asleep. I'd have to back it up. I'd have to force myself to watch. I got frustrated with the timelines. Matt, the time what, is the, what is the main reason for that? The main reason for me falling asleep? Well, not be, not really having your attention kept, I guess. Oh, I, yeah, I think it was the writing. I think there was just nothing happening. There was, uh, you know, it started off with, like, this really cool concept, and then it was more like, okay, well, let's go to this event and see if we can find him, and let's go to this event, and oh, now we found him in this event, and, and you know, I'm, I'm meeting another Loki, and is this another Loki, and how many Lokis do we have, and who's the real Loki, and it was like, it was just over and over again, and then Sylvie comes into the picture, and I didn't understand that relationship, and that to me was just off the, off the wall. I don't even know where that came from. Um, there was so much fluff, and I would just try to engage, and I almost felt like they weren't even engaged in the conversations. Hmm. It was some of those things where I felt like that Tom Hiddleston was like, 
Uh, yeah, you know, it, almost like he was forcing himself to even engage with the line. Maybe it was me because I had checked out that I was feeling that for him. I just, I don't know, man. Like compared to WandaVision and, uh, you know, all the other stuff that Disney has done, I just, man, this was just not for me. I just had a hard time. And I was so excited about it. I love Loki. I love the character. I love the, I love the, everybody that was involved in this. I wanted so much more out of it, but man, I just didn't. Maybe it just wasn't my gig. It is so interesting how somebody can watch a piece of entertainment, movie, TV show. You and I both like talking and reviewing them and come out with a completely different perspective because watching this, I thought, hey, this is engaging. Yes, it is all over the place and I will give it that. But when you're dealing with time travel or time jumping or anything in between, that does create potentially a lot of issues, a lot of plot holes. It's all about how you can connect the dots. And for some people, you can do that. It's easy. Maybe you forgive certain things. And for other people, it just makes them go crazy and they check out. Maybe that's one of the issues with you. I thought that this storytelling for Loki has just been absolutely phenomenal. Seeing Loki turn a new page, watching his character development from the very first episode, seeing why he's done what he's done to the climax finale of episode six for all time always which we're not going to do spoilers here was absolutely incredible for me that this character is still living on into a season two and there is a season two is great i love it and i did enjoy the time travel aspect of it uh maybe that's where the issue was for you matt maybe but then again was there anything different about loki that we haven't seen and any of the other Avenger films, he's always that guy who he's a trickster. And then he gets this look like he really feels bad about what he's done. And he wants to, to make amends and, and be remorseful. And then it, it turns and does the same thing again. There was nothing new about him in this. There, there wasn't anything for me to gravitate to and go, Oh wow, this is a different part of Loki. Now it, it started that way in episode one. I was like, Hey, we're going to see something from him. But but we didn't. It was just like he just kind of walks through every episode, you know, bumping into people. It's like one of those interactive video games where you walk up to somebody and ask them a question, and depending on their answer you pick, you go to do something else. It was like, it was, to me, it was just so one-dimensional. I mean, it's funny that you and I have totally different aspects, you know, about that. But oh, yeah. It's just, man, I, I tried. I tried. And it wasn't like a movie. Sometimes I'll come out of a movie and not like it and go, well, man, maybe I just have had a bad day. Maybe something else was going on. But with a series, when you can go back and rewatch it in, in different aspects and then still have the same feelings, it, I, I just know that this was just not my, my thing at all. And, you know, and I'm not being the minority, but that's just kind of how it is. Noah here and across the county, Matt Mungle, my guest. Go to the entertainmentanswer.com, mungleshow.com. Hey, Matt, and I love that we can disagree about this because, yes, I felt exactly the opposite. I felt that, yeah, Loki has been, you know, uh, misunderstood, and then it seems like he's having redemption. I thought after episode one that, that there were all of these little things that you could notice throughout the series that showed how genuinely sorry he was for the things that he did. It showed his insecurities and exactly why. I don't think we ever got the why before. And so he genuinely, in a couple of speeches, acknowledges that he he tricked his brother and betrayed his brother and his mother and his father, and he was genuinely sorry for that. And then I think 
actually in the finale, which you didn't make it all the way through, although you don't you do know a lot of the major plot points. It shows when he's interacting with Sylvie that he was not going to betray her, that he had turned that new page and he wanted to move forward with a future, with her, whatever that looked like, and then perhaps, potentially, I'm not going to say that Sylvie did or did not stab Loki in the back. And that was, for me, that solid, pivotal point in the series where it's like, hey, he is a new man, and potentially he's a new character as well. Yeah, you know what? You and Thor fall for it every time. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you guys fall for it. So, yeah, I don't, you know, and I will say this about the, 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 the final season. If it did anything, and again, no spoilers, it does become this pivotal branch for all of the upcoming movies from the Marvel Universe. 100%. Whether that's Doctor Strange, whether that's uh, the new Ant-Man film, there is so much about this series that's going to just propel into those and become like the tentacles that hold all that together. Even even the WandaVision finale there's things in there that kind of piece everything together and if i give it anything i give it that if it if it was for any any good it was the fact that it set us up for the movies that are coming and maybe going to tie in some some things to kind of make everything a little bit more concentric well it definitely did that and you can see by the end of the episode and this isn't a spoiler because you could kind of see it coming that it did say hey the multiverse is here and Loki actually did not have a um, hand in that. He knew that he would if he meddled in that at the very end scene. Sylvie was the cause at the end of the day for the multiverse branching out. And now I think that's where Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness is going to come into play. And hopefully maybe we'll even see Loki make an appearance in that film. You know, from what I understand, I mean, he has the ability to show up now in everything. And that's another thing about the convenience of time travel that bothers me. Kind of Star Trek did that, too, when J.J. Abrams, too, which was fine. I love that whole series. But there's the ability when you change the reality of what happened, you can just rewrite the story. And he can just now be anywhere that he wants to be in any place. And it can all go back to, well, you remember when that timeline thing split and everything branched. It just, I don't know, to me, it just makes it very convenient. Um, for for those things, and it's just I don't know. To me, it's just it's just it's easy writing, which I can say that because I don't write. But uh, <laughs> well, I I do. We you and I were talking off the air, Matt, and I do agree with that. Time travel, as much as I enjoy it, it's one of my favorite ways to tell a story. It can be very lazy. And it's like, okay, now I don't really have to get as created because all I have to do is jump between point A and point B, which are nowhere near each other, and I can tell a story. And there's not just that Loki is guilty of this, because, and again, I do enjoy it, but there's so many movies and TV shows that have done that in, in the past. Oh, absolutely. And it makes you not have to have any continuity. You don't have to go back and do research and go, well, we can't do this storyline because of this. It's like, oh, no, we can do whatever we want. And, uh, and I understand the concept. It does keep the story going forward. Uh, I would, to be honest, I would rather them do that than to just say, well, we can't do any more Marvel films because we brought it to an end. It has the end game. You know, now we can, you know, if we can still keep on with seeing the characters we love, I'm all for it. 
Exactly. And again, I do enjoy time travels, but I'm just kind of pointing out that it does seem to be a little less of a creative type process. As we wrap up the interview here, Matt, so out of five, and I normally don't give ratings because it can be very misconstrued, but I just kind of want to see where we stand um, in comparison. How many stars out of five would you give Loki? And at the end of the day, why did you give it that rating? For the entire series combined, only about a three three and a half, uh, simply because there was so much fluff in there. Um, I think there was a lot of just throw off episodes. There was a lot of things. I think they could have done it a solid three episodes and done the same thing. So to me, I give it, I give it three, three and a half only because, uh, there wasn't enough meat on the bone to make every, every episode like, wow, punch right here in the face. Well, because you've had conversations with Thor and because you've also reviewed our future conversations before this interview, Matt, you already know what I'm going to say, which is... Which is uh, five out of five for me. I thought the story was actually very well told. And I really saw a lot of sincere character development with Loki between episodes one and six. And the main villain, the way they set him up throughout the series and bringing him into fruition in episode six and moving forward into the MCU, I thought was perfection. So many other things I enjoyed especially the score of Loki, it's easy for me. It's five out of five. Yeah, you know, and I'll give you that. I, my, maybe the, the point five on my three and a half is going to be for the score and for the cinematography and the worlds that they created. I'll give them that for sure. It looked amazing. Well, at least we can agree. See, we can agree on uh, <laughs> on some things here, Matt. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, Matt, now that we're out of time, I know we will have you back on. You're going on a little bit of a, a vacation, so enjoy that. But if people want to follow you on your social media adventures, where can they find you besides going to the entertainmentanswer.com? Uh, that's the, the main place to branch out off of. You can find me on uh, Twitter at the Mongol, Instagram at Mongol Show, and that's probably the best places to go. And my main question for you now is, am I actually talking to a variant, or is this actually the Matt Mongol? You know what? Time will only tell. Exactly. For all time, always. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, you're on Across the County. Go to theentertainmentanswer.com. It's always a pleasure talking with Matt Mungle, and we've been talking about summer movies. Go back out there to the movies and enjoy yourself with your family. We're getting back at it again. And if you haven't seen Loki, go decide for yourself. It's on uh, Disney+, Plus, Marvel Studios' latest adventure, and uh, we'd like to know what you think.